Apple's take of Google Search, the end of the SAG-AFTRA strike, and you can't escape OneDrive. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by Take Control Books, one of the very best sources of clear, concise information on not only Apple's various operating systems, but also key Apple and third-party utilities, and more. Visit TakeControlBooks.com and start your library today. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is Mac Voices Live. It's Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. You could be with us on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. That's where we see some of our friends coming into the chat room now, and I feel sure there will be more later because there always are. Um, we do this every every Tuesday night, so if you're not here tonight, be here next Tuesday because we'll do it again then. Uh, we have a number of things to get to tonight, and so I, I have a pretty good idea we're not going to get to everything I queued up, but you never know. So we will just get right to it. Um, so everything is confused on my screen this time. Somehow, Brian Flanagan Arthur has now made it into the top left of my screen. So, Brian, congratulations. All right. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know if that, that and a couple bucks will get you a cup of coffee, but beyond that, <laughs> how, how's everything? It's going great. How are things with you? Doing good. Doing good. Hey, it's Tuesday night. I'm with you guys. How does, doesn't get much better than that. Ben Rathig is here as well. Looks like he's uh, in the outback. I'm not quite sure. Um, nope. I mean, I'm on a I'm on a bluff. Okay. Or at least okay. I was three weeks ago. Should I ask or just let it go? No, I better just let it go. Dave Ginsburg is here also. He's been double displaced. He's he's now third and running. Uh, what happened, Dave? I, I, I was sitting in the queue and the camera was on. I don't know. What can I tell you? Okay. So good to be here, Chuck. Thanks for having me as always. Hey, it's it's always good to see you, Dave. Eric Bolden. Um, he has completely changed his background with something that now looks Almost barren, Eric. What's that? Well, you know, it's, 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 I was standing in the middle of a field, but, and it was late afternoon. So I had a nice cloud background. And it sort of reminded me of kind of a, a backlit tree with, you know, ocean waves coming in and the ripple of the ocean, but it's clouds. And that's the closest I'm going to get to water right now. So that <laughs> was. I, I like it. It's it's very austere. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's nothing that's austere about Webb Bixby's background. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the brightest thing that his wife has come up with yet. Webb, it's good to see you. Good to see you, Chuck. And uh, like I said in the pre-show, that was a quilt that my wife made uh, when the Chiefs won their first, first Super Bowl in Miami. So, and it's rally, um, the, the big centerpiece is a rally towel, so. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So, okay. How long does it take her to do more of something like that? Um, it, a couple of days, maybe longer. It's, you know, it's more time cutting than it is sewing. So, okay. Shows you how much I know about quilts. Then that's where we're going to leave that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not sure what the biggest news of the week is, but this one certainly seems to be in there. Um, a Google witness accidentally blurts out that Apple gets 36% cut 
of, uh, of I guess, of the Safari deal, uh, Google search revenue that is generated by Safari. And I, I don't know. I read. I, I've seen this a couple written up a couple places. I can't decide whether thirty six percent amounts to what Google thinks it gets, or you know, I guess what it's negotiated, or if it's thirty six percent and that fluctuates up and down depending on how much uh, Google makes on the search. Any way you take it, it's a pile of money. And it seems like apparently Google and Apple both opposed having this information released. And then one of the witnesses inadvertently spilled the beans. Is this is this a big deal? Is this surprise anyone given that we really have never heard exactly how much Apple gets paid, uh, regardless of how it's calculated? We've, we've always heard tens of millions of dollars, but we've never heard any exact numbers. Oh, I'm not at all surprised. This is something that uh, we all have known that Apple has been making lots of money off of Google, just just for the pure reason that it's a, it's it's the default search engine on uh, on on every iOS device. So uh, this is not no surprise at all. It, it's kind of funny that it, it kind of leaked because cause they kept it a big secret all these years, and having the raw numbers like this article has provided. So um, I'm not surprised at all. I'm. St- slightly surprised i knew it was going to be ungodly high but i didn't know if it it was going to be that high okay as 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 i'm reading this um uh in the doj trial google paid 26 billion in total for default contracts okay never mind 18 billion to apple is estimated that's 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 a lot of money um it's uh, it's massive. So, and remember the uh, uh, the iPhone itself is, is while it's very popular, it's most popular in the United States. It's uh, it's the Apple's biggest iPhone market. Now, there that does not mean to say they don't have some penetration in, in Europe and South America and all that. But uh, the United States is their biggest uh, uh, user group, and that's huge. That is just huge. I don't know. I mean, I've, I'm trying to, to decide if this, who this hurts, if anybody, as far as public opinion or, you know, whatever. I mean, because Google just, this is apparently the relationship they have with Apple, but they have other relationships. Uh, there's this little thing called Android that, oh, yeah, they, they own that. <laughs> um, so it's not like this is the only thing, but th- does, I mean, I don't think it's a bad deal for Apple by any means. I don't think it's a bad deal for Google. Um, I guess the antitrust people are going to scream bloody murder that, well, what about all those other search engines that would love to be there? And the fact of the matter is that if you want to use another search engine, you can load it up and use it just fine as your default. Right. You wonder what what, uh, Samsung gets paid on the Google side. So. If if yeah if, if Apple's one you know Google has to do the same thing so yeah but or Samsung has to Sam, do the same Samsung me. is Android so um but but I, they're still the manufacturer okay and they could go to any search I, engine that they wanted to so I I'm not so sure about that I mean it could be but I I think you know it's probably part of the deal of if you want Android then this is what you get. Oh, that's possible too. 
Now, that that voice is Mr. Jim Ray, who has joined us. Jim, thank you for uh, making it. We we understand you had a little fire in LA that may have affected your commute. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Cer- certainly, certainly was a long commute. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, I feel like we had to talk about this, but I'm not sure what there is to say other than just, you know, hey, here's the deal. And, you know, I, I'm with Webb, but I also understand uh, Jim's point, you know, that maybe as part of getting the Android operating system, they're obligated to put it in. So maybe it, they don't get anything significant from it. Google certainly does. If they're if they're generating that much money off of Apple, then how much are they generating off of off of Google? Or excuse me, off of Android. So Well, I you know having all this information come out in some way almost hurts Apple more than anyone else. Just the the fact that it is worth this much to Google to to keep the search engine the way it is. And you know, Apple's kind of historic push for privacy. There, there evidently is a whole lot of value that that Google places on 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 this deal, and and it to me kind of partly conflicts with Apple trying to protect everybody's data. I understand the business reasons for doing it, but I also would understand why they wouldn't necessarily want to talk about it a lot. And this is the first time that we've really gotten some pretty hard numbers that weren't just a guess. And they're bigger than what people thought they would be. And, yeah. you know, I think, Eric, you know, Eric's exactly right that I think I said this on the show a couple of weeks ago that, you know, Apple's always like, you know, we value privacy, but here they're basically, you know, taking, what is it, 36 billion? Um, some huge number, to, you know. 36%, but it, it, so it's tens of billions, I think. And, you know, so they're really in the same business that Google's in. I, they're mm. taking the money. They're taking a third of the money. How, you know, that's, they're in that business. How can you say they're not? I can, and, you know, I, I, Jim, I could argue with it because they, they're going to put a, Apple does not have a search engine. Okay, so they are going to go out. They're going to contract with someone, and so who are they going to go to? They're going to go to Microsoft. Oh God, please no, not Bing. Okay, so who are they going to going to go to DuckDuckGo, or are they going to go to Opera? Um, you know, they could just know, that's a, they mean, could just who, set it up as there's no search engine, and you have to configure it. You know, like there's no default. But what, I, I mean, I'm not saying that. They, I'm not saying that Apple, you know, I'm an Apple shareholder. I think they're doing the right thing. I just think that it's kind of hypocritical, which, you know, oh, my gosh, Fortune 500 companies hypocritical um, for them to be like, oh, yeah, we, you know, we don't make money off of your, you know, off of your privacy. Well, yeah, you do. Uh, yeah. Not in the same not in the same way. If I use Google, I have no ex- expectation of privacy. Okay, but I'm using it on an Apple device. It doesn't matter where I. Whoops, it doesn't matter where I use it. I have no expectation of privacy. So I don't see that as the same thing as if I went to um, 
application X, you know, now I do have an expectation of privacy because Apple is is vetting that. Apple doesn't vet Google. Apple Apple but, provides that, they that have, gateway. They have built Google into the default web browser. Uh, how is that, you know, they built it into the operating system. And and by the way, you know, the thing about Samsung, I think, you know, Apple's not getting this money as they make the hardware. They're getting this money as they make the software. Um, so Samsung doesn't make the software. So I, you know, I don't think they're going to, you know, if anything, Samsung may have to pay to get uh, Android. I mean, am I, am I wrong guys? I know Jim thinks I am. Am, am I, am I just overlooking something? I think, uh, I th- th- oh, go ahead. I think it's kind of on a teeter totter here. I mean, Apple by default does offer a little bit more privacy. And, but on the other hand, this is definitely a good move for the shareholders. And they are the company that makes it the easiest to change that search engine. That said, most people are just going to use the default search engine. I'm just saying it's kind of hypocritical. I'm not saying that, you know, if I was Tim Cook, I think I would do the same thing. Um, But, you know, I think Apple agrees with what I'm saying. That's why they wanted it a secret. Right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like they're not like, hey, you know, we're so happy this news has come out. They didn't want it to come out because they think it makes them look bad. And I agree with them. Well, Apple's always pretty tight-lipped about anything that they don't have to disclose. I mean, look at how they they mm-hmm. don't break down where all the wearable categories. They just say wearables. So they don't say, you know, what's Apple watching, what's this, or AirPods. You know, they so they, they play it pretty close to the vest across the board. Eric, you were going to comment. Yeah. Um, I mean, when they first started with the iPhone, the Google search, I think, was almost a requirement. Uh, but over time, uh, there's been more and more disclosure of things that might be of issue with privacy. So with the current operating systems, every software that wants to go do something, ask permission to get to your photos to upload an image, ask permission to look at your desktop to save a file, ask permission to do everything. You know, Apple could have turned that on for search so that the first time you go to search, it says, yep, Google's the default, but, oh, this information goes out through Google. There are alternatives to other spots. You know, they, they could have done sort of a similar thing to what they have done elsewhere in the operating system. Because of this deal, that's not happening. I don't know if it would, if it would be considered just to be too much of an impediment to search, but there is not really any effort to uh, bring it to your attention. And that's that's the part where I agree with Jim. It's kind of hypocritical. You know, I understand why they're doing it. It's definitely kind of a convenience for users getting the search kind of results that they expect but from a privacy standpoint i guess i would have expected at least a little bit more interaction uh notification to users okay 
Okay. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of where else in the operating system, though, that when I fire up a brand new iPhone, where else am I asked to make a choice? Well, you get choices like every time you have a third-party app, because Google's not Apple. Every time you have a third-party app to, to manage photos and you go to select a photo to edit, the first time you do it, it says, hey, do you want to grant permission to, to look at your, your, your image role? Yes or no? There's your choice. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Or contacts or, you know, yeah, there's all kinds of. Which is annoying. I I would like a, you know what? Don't ask me that. Um, especially on the Mac, you know. I, I Jason Snell had a column this week about how he you know moved to a new Mac and got his words a blizzard of, you know, can I you know can this software do this thing? And he's like, you know, this is so super inconvenient. And what's anybody going to do except click, 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 click? <laughs> so, <clears throat> well, but this this is the world we live in. I mean, you know, it's 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 interesting to hear you advocate for that, Jim, and yet condemn Apple for making a choice for you of some kind. Well, no, uh, I'd like and, to get. I I'd like to have a master. You know what? I'm good. You know. And and for that one thing, they could have a big. Are you really sure you want to, you know, not not be coddled, you know, with fifty million dialogues, and and you know, go back to life the way it was, you know, six years ago, and you know, I'd be like, yes, but um, <clears throat> yeah. Brian, you had a point. Yeah, I don't remember, and this might be pertinent, if it was Apple that advertised it or if I just heard it from somewhere else, but I believe in Safari, you can um, set your uh, default search uh, engine to two different things, whether it's in regular browsing mode or or the private browsing mode. So you could have you know Google, Bing, whatever for your uh, normal, and maybe DuckDuckGo for your private, uh, that type of thing. Oh, I don't think I knew that that you could have two two different ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I heard it just recently somewhere. I don't remember if it was Apple that pushed that story or if it was somebody else. Interesting. I did not know. I that. didn't know that either. Yeah. And actually, yeah, I heard about it back during the beta, but yeah. I, I never used it. Well, it works well actually reversing it, where for private viewing, you have it be Google, and then the other stuff, you'd be DuckDuckGo, because then there's not as much stuff going out across Google. Mm-hmm. Although the search is still happening and still potentially tied back to you, but yeah. All right, so I'm going to put everybody on the spot. Who doesn't use Google? Three of you. Three of you, really. So three of you actively do not use Google as your default search engine. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you guys? What do you? What do you guys use? DuckDuckGo. I use uh, Bing. Hmm. Okay. And I, I think I, I actually get. Oh, go ahead. I think I actually get better results now with DuckDuckGo. Yeah, I was going to uh, say I switched because. 
the top three results in in Google are almost never something I want to click on. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's how you're qualifying. You're quantifying better. I got to go a little farther, Eric. So what what are the three results that you yeah? It depends on the search. What what are you what are you finding that are the top three that you don't want to click on? Why if don't I you? Want... On, yeah, if I go and search for something and the top three results are results where somebody paid for placement, and the thing I click on isn't actually the company, but somebody just pretending to be the company because they paid to take me to a site that isn't the product I want, that's wrong. I understand why it's done that way. But I I don't want to go through the effort of saying, well, no, 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 scroll, scroll, scroll. Okay, that's the company. And I, okay. I don't get that same pushing of bad information coming from DuckDuckGo. And that's okay. really the only reason. It wasn't even privacy. And in, in for me, it was just getting tired of, of clicking on things that had nothing to do with what I wanted to search for. Because yeah. we paid to make it what what i was going to get okay yeah, interesting and, yeah. yeah same same reason here um i will say just a few years ago i was very much in the google camp as far as search it just uh quite frankly uh nickel and diming through adsense seemed to got be gotten way more important than actual search results I know for me, I had a little bit of a different take on why I use Bing. Um, I think it was probably, gosh, probably about 10, 15 years ago, they started uh, a campaign where they were comparing their results in Google's. And um, they were actually giving you points, uh, so many points per day to to search. And, you know, it was fun. You know, did a little bit of that. Got a few gift cards, that type of thing. Um, and then when I started looking at the search results, I started preferring um using using bing and, and seeing what i saw out of out of that and then fast forward to today um sometimes i'll see the search results the pure uh, you know bing search results of whatever, whatever it is i search for they also offer that uh, built-in uh, uh chat the chat gpt uh, interface too where it's pretty seamless to go back and forth between the search and the using the, the their in-house uh skinned um, chat GPT through Bing, and I, I found it pretty successful. I know I just got a notification on Google that said that I could turn on um, basically, I, f I think the phrase was AI assisted chat uh, searches. So, you know, and I turned it on, and yeah, it it now seems to have an extra little entry at the top that, you know, this search was. Uh, and, and the answers always seem to be a little more expansive than just a straight search result. So I haven't decided whether I like it or not, but it's there. Mm -hmm. um, just to, to finish this off, um, Barry in the chat room said app developers now know they have a better deal than Google because they're only paying 30%. Google's paying 36 <laughs> I think I better leave it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I I really felt obligated to uh, to bring this one up if I can get them in the chat room. Um, this, the the SAG after after deal is a done deal now. 
Um, but one of the biggest sticking points was, oh, Ben? Um, it's not a done deal. Uh, it has to be still vote, uh, voted on membership for the reason you're about to tell us about. Okay, yes. Well, and it's it's the question over AI-generated images, but also the, using the likeness of deceased actors without the fam- with or without the family's permission. And when I saw this one, I mean, I I really hadn't seen this this part written up a whole lot. We did discuss it at one point a, f- a couple of weeks ago uh, about an ad. Now I can't even remember what it was for, but that you know used some deceased actors' likenesses. Um, and so part of me just says, what was the motion picture industry thinking that they thought it was okay to go and do this without somebody's permission? I, I'm I'm just still kind of a little bit appalled at that. You talk about do the right thing. How how could you go back and say that I'm going to use Jimmy Cagney's likeness to you know in a in a, a soda commercial? Notice I didn't say a particular brand. Um, but you know, just oh yeah, because we can do it, we're going to, and because we could use a, a likeness of someone, we're going to. I I'm, they didn't have to get permission from the estate. The way this is written up, as I understand it, I don't think so, Jim. And now, now we lost somebody. Sorry, Ben. Ben, yeah, where'd Ben go? Um, yeah, it, it just the way I'm I'm reading it that because this is now being integrated into this, that it looks like maybe they didn't. So I, I don't know, but it, I mean, I I hope it goes through to the satisfaction of everyone. And just that we that things can get back on track for so many people whose whose lives and earning capacities have been affected by this. But it's one more place where technology has in, has has intruded into people's lives, and everyone's trying to figure it out. So, I think it's worth paying attention to. Anybody else have any thoughts or with me or not with me on that? Eric, you look pensive. Yeah. I, overall, I think it's good. And I, I, I think it may actually end up allowing more artificially generated um, uh, characters occurring. Because there wasn't really a framework for doing it. And then there was a lot of objections after it happened. And, and this way... At least there's an opportunity, and and they have to kind of go back and forth and negotiate. Because uh, as much as I have issues with 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 AI, um, I think continuing as development is good, and having something fun that is is helpful. But without the without the actors building the building blocks, nothing ever is going to happen. So. If this makes sure that the actors get precedence on everything with an occasional use for special cases, um, I, I, it at least leaves open some possibilities. You know, in the case of a production not finishing because of a, a, a death of a character or an accident, and yet still being able to complete a movie, you know, there could be some cases where this is helpful. Great point. I hadn't even thought about that, but you would think that that's something that the the industry will 
will try to write into most scripts that should there be an accident that they could use whatever technologies available that are available to finish the film. Or at least if they, if they decide to do it, they have to go back and talk to somebody before they go that route. Because somebody might say, no, it's not the same. No. And and that should be an option for the for the actors or their families or their estates or, you know. But this way, yeah. there's at least a possibility. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's a really good point. Okay, you knew this one was coming. I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. I could not help it. Um, Microsoft now will not let you turn off OneDrive without asking you to explain why. <laughs> I'm David. Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was the lead story last week on In Touch with iOS when yeah. Chuck arrived, so I knew that. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> well, it, it happened right after we, or shortly after we did this this show that last week, and well, I just could not leave it alone. I mean, if if you go to the dictionary and look up arrogance, you'll find this story. This is about as arrogant as it gets. It, it's it just blows my mind in general what Microsoft's been doing lately to to Office. I mean. I mean, I've been dealing with major, major bugs with uh, installations, with with things not working right. Uh, they change things, you put things in different places. This is not surprising at all. The OneDrive, OneDrive, the installation application has changed, and not only on 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 Windows but on Mac as well. Uh, so it's not just this. I mean, it, it they just are constantly making changes, and I'm amazed that the the, the user community is. Uh, not up in arms about it. Uh, <clears throat> Microsoft's having their Ignite conference. Actually, it starts tomorrow, uh, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of more announcements we'll, we'll, we'll hear about uh, at the end of this week. But uh, but overall, with the point of this, this story, yeah, I think this is absolute silliness. And, and, and Microsoft's been like that with OneDrive for, for a long time. I mean, every time you exit it, it's like, are you sure? You, you don't, you're going to be backed up? You're going to do this? Blah, 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 blah. And it just now it's gotten worse. But, but they're actually enforcing, you know, trying to everything they can to stop somebody from, from uh, having to launch it. I mean, if you don't use OneDrive, uninstall it. I mean, that's pretty much the, <laughs> the, the thing. And you can uninstall it because um, it does have a standalone un, uh, installer. Uh, but every time you, you, you uh, uh, install Windows 11, it's, damn, of course, like, 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 like the plague, <laughs> have all their stuff with it. Uh, I mean, it was just like Internet Explorer back in the old days. You know, you were stuck with that. You, you, that was the back, back end of a browser. Now, now it's Edge. But uh, and believe me, I I changed uh, browser defaults from from uh, from Edge to Chrome all the time. And they they nag, are you sure you want to do this? So we 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 have all these great other features, and and then going into default apps because because it work. I have most people I want to use called Google Chrome, and that's that's fine. Uh, and you know I happen to be using Edge. I, on work, I use Edge. At home, I work fire, I use Firefox in the in the case of browsers. You know with with. Uh, well, file sharing. I, I mean, I know Chuck. You use you use Dropbox, and some of us use Box. Some of us use OneDrive. Some of us use iCloud. I mean, there's so many different cloud services. We have those choices, but Microsoft shouldn't have to sit here and say, "Hey, here, this is this is how it is," and and it's it it, uh, it, it, it definitely is is something crazy by them doing this. I, um, I have a little different take on this. Please, Jim. Yeah, because you know, from when you said it, and from the headline. You know, 
I, I took it as, you know, you can't do it without, like, you know, well, you know, they might say, no, you can't do it. You know, we don't, your explanation isn't good enough. That's that's what I took from, you know, when you announced this topic. And also, that's what I get from the headline. But that's, you know, they're just giving a little poll. I mean, you can turn off, you know, they will let you turn off OneDrive and, you know, they're just asking you to pick from, you know, a list. And one of the options is I don't want to use it. So, you know, I mean, this is kind of a slight annoyance, but it's, you know, it's not like they won't let you turn it off. It's just like they would like to, you know, they would like to ask you why. And, you know, that's kind of annoying, but on the scale of things, these days, it's pretty minor, and you know, it's just one click and you're done. So, wait a minute, not really... oh, 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 I, I, good, good catch there, Ben. That they they pulled the update that we're just talking about <laughs> yep. right now. That was uh, right. That was like about five, about three days ago, or four days ago. Yeah, it, um, they actually pulled it as we were talking about it on Thursday or on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't catch that. I want to know what happened, uh, what they, what somebody did with Jim Ray, because the Jim Ray that was here a little while ago was screaming about the flurry of, of alerts and everything, and he just wanted something. He could turn them off and say he was fine with everything. All of a sudden, he's he's okay with Microsoft annoying you every single time you want to quit OneDrive. Now, and, and with respect to what Ben just said, that they pulled it. but I'm sorry. Is this something you're going to – I don't use Windows. I don't use OneDrive. Is this something I'm likely to do more than once? Dave, I mean, how, how often would you want to quit OneDrive? I, I would think if you didn't want something it, it, sinking or chewing a bandwidth, maybe. Yeah. Probably. It, but don't, it, don't you quit it and it's gone? Or? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just spun up my Windows 11 in parallels here just to, just to see if anything has changed. And I was able to exit out of it and it didn't even ask anything. It just exited out because they obviously updated it. Um, it, it, you know, on on the end of on on, on OneDrive, it's just like us using iCloud in, in 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 the Apple world. I mean, you know, we it's on. We don't turn it off. It, it's there. You don't think about it. And what Microsoft wants when in in the world of Windows on Windows 11, you know, it's it's on. They want you to have the option to back it up. If you have Office, uh, if you pay for Office uh, Microsoft 365, you you get <clears throat> one terabyte of backup for five for five family members anyway. So it's not mm-hmm. like you're I'm begging for space, uh, but I, I find it, it yeah, I find it to, to be okay in the Windows world, and it works fine in Mac world too. I I, I support both 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 uh, platforms in, in at work, so um, it's, it, it it it's just it's important to have it. I mean, I I think a lot of a lot of the big problems were with OneDrive was the fact that it, it OneDrive was if it's supposed to be your de facto backup like iCloud is on on a Mac. Um, you have to be able to back up your desktop, your documents, and all that stuff. And OneDrive didn't do that for a long time. You know, we <laughs> we had to deal with what was called folder redirection. You know, on the Windows side of things, you know, you got documents, you have the, you have the desktop, you have pictures, and all the other stuff. That stuff wasn't being automatically backed up. It was the user's uh, responsibility to move it into the OneDrive folder, and and that that was stupid. Uh, they finally have just now, within the last f- four or five months, have now put that part on the Mac side of things too. But again, the point of this, uh, the point of this whole thing is should it nag you if you want to turn it on and off? Absolutely not. I mean, if you don't want to use OneDrive, then, then, then get rid of it. You can uninstall it. 
I, 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 I agree that I'd rather not have this dialogue, so I'm not changing my tune there. I'm just saying the headline was presented as Microsoft won't let you close without you explaining it. And hearing that headline, I thought like you had to submit to Microsoft oh, no. and they would decide whether your explanation was <laughs> no, good no. enough. You could exit out of it. It's just a, it was just a nuisance to have and, to do and, it. And, time. you know, maybe yeah. Microsoft would be like, your explanation does not, you know, meet muster. So you've got to keep it. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. how, no, no, that's I, how I, I understood I, that. And I, as, even looking at the headline. As someone that so, doesn't use Windows, I, 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 I can relate to that in your case. I mean, obviously I do, but, uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I would have took that as like, okay, well, I don't want a product that's going to force me to, to, to tell you why I don't want to use it. I mean, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Microsoft will be implementing that version next week, Jim, and we'll be talking about it. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, um, Microsoft got the message. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's a link in that other article. I don't know if you're going to put that in the chat, there, um, uh, Chuck, but it it does says the Verge did uh, get information it was supposed to be rolled out to a subset of OneDrive users and the change has been reverted as a couple of days ago. So they obviously were testing it, but apparently it got further out than what they tested. Yeah. Oh, so, so they used the same PR template as T-Mobile. Yeah, exactly. Oh, gee, let's not there. bring that up again. <laughs> yeah. The panel is back next time to finish up our conversation about Microsoft and OneDrive. Then we delve into the right to repair issue that seems to be ongoing and take a look at a new piece of hardware that is not Apple's and might turn your head, or it might not. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'm Chuck Joyner. I'll see you then. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices each month. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com Bandwidth provided by CashFly at CashFly.com.